Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast, the number one spirituality podcast on iTunes. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm the UK's leading law of attraction expert, award-winning life coach, two times best-selling author, manifestation YouTuber, speaker, and badass spiritual queen. I'm here to help you awaken and turn your dream life into an abundant reality and help you create your positively wealthy life full of happiness, abundance, and joy. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hey gorgeous souls and welcome back to another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episodes. I am so delighted to have you here. Thank you so much for joining me. Hopefully this Monday morning, I hope your week is starting out wonderfully abundant and positive and productive for you. So today's podcast episode, I really wanted to share with you some thoughts and musings and teachings, of course, on how we can shift our perception with manifestation. And remember that it's already yours. And remember that your desire wants you too. So I really wanna share with you some thoughts, some teachings, some tools and techniques that you can use today moving forwards to help you shift into that awareness of remembering it's already yours, queen, you've already got it. And why this is so important with manifestation and how I feel this is such a big secret that not a lot of people talk about when it comes to manifestation and actually manifesting with ease, manifesting with clarity, manifesting easily and effectively without that hustle, without the hard work, because let's face it, we don't want the hard work. We wanna manifest with ease, we wanna manifest Um, from a regulated, grounded place. So I'm really excited to dive into this with you today and I hope you're gonna get lots and lots from this episode. So I, for one, am definitely someone who in the past has always been a manic manifester, as Gabby Bernstein says, um, and definitely a 90% controlling manifester. So what do I mean by this? Well, a lot of the time and in my books I share that I see very, very commonly you have your 10% manifestors and your 90% manifestors. So your 10%ers are the queens who are like, I'm just gonna win the lottery, I'm gonna sit on my couch and win the lottery, but I'm not actually going to play the lottery. Whereas on the flip side, your 90% manifestors are those queens who are making everything happen. They're like, I'm gonna make this happen. 
it is mine, I'm going out there, I am gonna make this happen no matter what, I'm gonna do everything, this is gonna happen. Now, there's pros and cons to both of those energies and there's definitely benefits that from both energies that can help us manifest that relaxed, um, easy energy from the 10% who's allowing things to come to them but they're not taking that action. They're not taking that inspired action to co-create and meet the universe halfway. And then with your 90%er, they are taking that inspired action. They have that clear goal. They're ready, but they're not allowing themselves to receive. They're not taking that step back to 50% and allowing the universe to meet them halfway. Vice versa with the 10 percenter, they're not stepping up to allow the universe to meet them halfway. So, it's a real fine line and balance between your 10 and your 90 percenters. So check in with yourself now. Are you a 10 percenter or are you a 90 percenter? There's no right or wrong here. It's all about awareness and knowing where you are on the scale to be able to make that change and that shift to allow yourself to receive. So as an ex 90 percenter manifester, I was someone who was very much like, I'm gonna make this happen. Now, of course, that 90% comes from being Virgo in nature. We make stuff happen, we're practical as hell, of course. But also it came from unresolved trauma as well. It came from that wounded inner child who had to provide herself with everything. It had. It came from that wounded self of, yeah, like having like, I have to make this happen. I'm the person who provides. I'm the person who gets stuff done. So for me, it was a real healing, unlearning journey to allow myself to be fully supported by the universe, to allow myself to fully receive in all ways possible. Um, and that's a whole nother story. That's why I wrote Hurt, Healing, Healed. So you can read all about that and learn all about that in that book, my latest book. But essentially something that really, really shifted me on my alignment journey of really understanding alignment at a deep core level and really, I would say like supercharging my manifestations and really taking manifestation to that pro, to that next level, was actually realizing, one, that my desires were already mine, but secondly, my desires want me too. And this is a practice that I cultivated in my new deck, Manifesting Rituals, that is coming out August the 10th. I still can't properly, properly talk about it yet. They haven't given me the go ahead to say, post it, talk about it. So um, if you wanna go on Amazon and you type in my name, you may or may not find my new affirmation deck that's coming out on the 10th of August. And you may or may not be able to pre-order it now to get super excited. It is blooming amazing. I can't wait for you to see this deck, but I just wish I could post about it. I just wish I could blooming post a picture or tell you all about it. But Amazon is already doing those things for us. So I just send everybody to Amazon now. And very, very soon, hopefully I will be able to share more on this deck with you. So I created this practice when I was writing the deck last August, September. And I was like, oh, this feels like such a good practice. I love this. And it went so beautifully with the affirmation. So each affirmation, you have like your card and then you have a message from the universe, a channeled message, you have your journaling prompts, you have your ritual to embody the energy of that card and also a crystal to work with. But again, I didn't tell you this. <laughs> if my publisher's listening, I didn't tell you this, it's all on Amazon already. Um, so when I was creating that ritual for that card, 
hard. It really came through this really strong practice of writing a list of why your desire wants you. So we ended up doing this in the manifesting challenge because I wanted to put a few of these tools and tasks and actions that are in the deck to the test to, you know, field test them, get some results, see what people, you know, whether they resonate with it, whether it's any good. Um, I always love to put things to the test and see how you all respond with it because obviously I don't want to put something in a deck that doesn't work, right? Um, And I know it works for me, of course, but you know, how that translates to a whole ton of people, um, you know, can be different sometimes, of course. So I love putting these things to the test. So I included this in my free five-day manifesting challenge that I did on January the 1st to January the 5th, my annual free challenge. And oh my gosh, like everybody said how that was their one practice that week that shifted everything for them. And I was actually really shocked and blown away by how much people really, really resonated with that practice and how people saw huge shifts and had huge breakthroughs just from that one day we did this task. I mean, the whole challenge as a whole, people like, this is the best one yet. Like this is like on a whole new level. And it really, really meant the world to me to read all these comments because of course I think it's bloody amazing every year what we do in the manifesting challenge. Um, But to, you know, hear people say who have done it for years and years. I mean, this is like the fifth year we've done it now um, that people thought this was like the best one and they saw the best results, like fills my heart with so much joy. So um, people loved this practice. So why do I think this practice works? Well, first of all, when we learn about the law of attraction, when we learn about manifesting, very much so it's the kind, I feel like it puts us, when we're setting those intentions and we're going 50% of the way, it almost feels like, not like we're chasing, but you know, like we're going after it. So it could be that you want to manifest a house, money, a baby, a new career, a book deal, like anything, no matter what it is, it feels like when we set those intentions, we basically, it's like we're saying, I want that thing. And very often we don't actually stop to realize this is a 50-50 way street, even with intention, even with us saying, I would like to call that thing into my life or I would like to experience this or I would like to have this in my life. It's very much like an I energy, right? Where we're like, I would like this. Whereas what we don't realize is there's an energy to our manifestation as well. And our manifestation is saying, well, I want Emma or I want Janie or I want Philippa, or I want Billy. So whatever your name is, that was a whole list of random names there, but you know, make it personal to you. But I don't think we often realize that our desires are calling us in as well. And from a relationship point of view, it might be quite easy to think, well, of course my partner's also calling me in as well, otherwise that just wouldn't make sense. So I think from like a friendship or relationship or like a physical person kind of manifestation, it's quite easy to wrap your head around, well, actually that person is calling me in as well. We are aligning and becoming that vibrational match to attract one another into our lives. But when you think about a house or you think about money or you think about a car or you think about you know, something that's not a person, you don't necessarily think, and I don't even think, even with Luna, I really sat down and thought, oh, Luna's calling me in as well. Um, this is my dog for anybody wondering. So I think just naturally, I mean, maybe you do have pets, but like, you know, like money, house, 
technology a bag whatever it is you're calling in whether it's like materialistic or like a physical item or an object I don't think we actually stop to think and think that's calling me into and I really really sat with this one when I've been manifesting um our first home this year but also like I said when I wrote this deck last year and also when putting this in the manifesting challenge this year so the actual task and I challenge you all to do this today or this week if you can is to pick one manifestation that you're really really struggling to know that it's already yours one and it's normally the biggest let's be real it's normally the biggest thing you want to call it because that probably tends to stereotypically have the most resistance or has the most should we say um things to work through to align with it so I want you to pick something that you really want to call in this year but you're struggling to think when I'm talking about this that it is already yours and then it wants you to and I want you to write a list down about this desire and I want you to write down as many points as you can there's this isn't a task of perfectionism so again whether it's two points or 50 points it doesn't matter All that matters is that you start doing this exercise and you shift and write these points down no matter and and honour how many points there are. So I want you to write down why your desire wants you. So I use this with a house example just because this is what I did for myself and it's quite easy to do with a house example. But you could do it with money, you could do it with absolutely anything. You can do it with a relationship or people as well. Um, I highly encourage this because it's such a powerful practice, like this is gonna blow your socks off. So think about it when you're manifesting a house. Why would the house want you? Well, my house wants me, or my new house wants me, because I'm great at styling stuff and I cannot wait to decorate it and get my interior design pants on and style it and create beautiful energy in that home. So my home wants me because it wants to work with our energy. It wants to have our energy in that home and it wants to have spiritual queen and all the stuff that comes with me in my house in its energy, in its home. Um, My house wants me because, or wants us, should I say, not just me, it wants us, um, because, you know, it wants to grow with us and have new energy and a new couple in that home to grow and expand with and experience that energy. So those are just really small examples of a house example of things that I've written and things that you could write for a home, for example. So it's really taking yourself out of that I want this mindset into, we both want it. Like our desire wants us too. Like it's okay for us to want something, not need, remember, we've got to have that relaxed energy. You don't need, you want it. And it would be lovely. It would be a lovely cherry on top, but it does not complete. It does not build the foundations of the cake. It's just a cherry on top, a bonus, right? To our already abundant and amazing and fulfilled life. So I love this practice because it really challenges us to look outside of the box. It challenges us to question, well not question, but um, update a lot of outdated and old ways of manifesting and law of attraction that keep you, yeah, that keep you in that wanting space. Because think about it like this, if 
yeah, I am gonna use this example. So you look at it when two people are dating, for example. If one person wants the other person more than the other person, and you're going into that date, like, I really want this person. Like, I'm not sure if they want me, but I really want them. Do you think that energy is gonna be equal? Do you think that that person on the date, the receiver is gonna be like, oh yeah, this feels equal. They're gonna be like, whoa, okay, this person like is really keen. This person like really wants me. Like this is good, but I, I'm just taking things slow. I'm just going with the flow, you know? I'm not sure what I want, you know? So energetically, like even when we look at it as a dating kind of scenario, we would know that that's probably not the best energy because we would, you know, if our friend came to us and said, oh, I really want this person, like, oh my gosh, like I went on a date, they're amazing, I really want this person, but I'm not sure if they want me, but I really want them, you would be like, hun, please, like, just sit down for a second, okay? They need to be interested in you too. It needs to be reciprocated. Like, does it feel 50-50? Like, you know, you want them to woo you too. You want them to, you know, um, make the effort and stuff. It's not just about you. It's about them wooing you as well. And I think the wooing is so important of, you know, like our house wooing us, the money wooing us as well the career wooing us. And I think so often we sit in that mindset of, I want this, that we forget, hun, you deserve to be wooed. Let the house woo you, let the career woo you, let the company you wanna work with woo you. They want you too, right? So we need to shift this mindset from, I need to prove myself or I need to show that I am worthy. That could be the block there not for everybody, but just giving some examples there. It could be that like, I need to show that I want this manifestation. When actually, think about the version of yourself who has your desire, right? Just think about them for a second, visualize it, think about it in your mind. If you're driving while listening to this podcast, please don't close your eyes. You might wanna do this exercise afterwards. <laughs> please, safety first, people, safety first. So just think about it in your mind or close your eyes if you can and it's safe to. And think about the version of yourself who has this desire, the desire you've just written about, the desire that you're thinking about as we go through this podcast. And think about the version of yourself who has that desire. What are they doing? What are they wearing? Who are they with? What do they do on a daily basis? Is that person sat thinking, I want that desire? No, <laughs> they are sat there being like, it's already mine. It's already in my life. It feels amazing and it wants me too. So there's your secret, there's your key, because remember, we have to become the embodiment of ourselves who has that desire, that's how energy works. So in order for you to attract your desire and manifest your desire, you have to be a vibrational energetic match. And that comes down to alignment, which I'm gonna be talking about way more in the coming months. But essentially, you have to remind yourself that the version of yourself who has this desire, who is living that reality, is not questioning whether that thing's theirs. They know that that desire wants them. They know it's already theirs because it literally is. So when you become that true embodiment of knowing it's already yours and you become that true embodiment of knowing that your desire wants you too, the whole game shifts 
boom, you manifest, boom, abundance, boom, uh, like opportunities are coming to you because you are that vibrational match and you're in that frequency, you're in that field of opportunity and possibility. So I really want to do a workshop on this later in the year because this topic, oh my gosh, like is so shifting, like it shifts so much for people and so quickly and it did for me too. Um, And I think it's something that's just not spoken about enough of like, hey, remind yourself you deserve to be wooed too. Remind yourself that it is already yours and remind yourself that there is a version of yourself already experiencing that reality and all you have to do is embody it. That's it, simple, easy. And this is what brings me back to that easy manifesting, that manifesting with ease. So many people strive, like would probably be like, oh my gosh, Emma, give me like any hack that makes everything easy and makes things flow to me with ease. You wanna know what that hack is? It's real simple, do less. And it really is that simple. You want simplicity? you have to make it simple. Like again, like attracts like. Creating simplicity and creating ease does not come from doing more. It does not come from purchasing a million courses of like how to make life easy. It actually comes from, yes, maybe one teaching helping you to embody that and give you tools and tips, but actually fundamentally doing less. Um, You know, I've shared this mantra so many times here on this podcast, but please absolutely use this in your life as well because It is such a great mantra and I recommend it to all my clients, all of you listeners and everybody else. I'm like, please, please please use this mantra. It's so good. Emma does less, Emma attracts more. Now, obviously use your own name, not my name, but that's obviously the mantra with your name. So using this mantra has really enabled me to really lean into that beautiful divine feminine energy of doing less, attracting more and receiving. And I always say this at talks, I say, ask yourself, how much do you allow yourself to receive in life? Because receiving is still a step in the manifesting process. Oh boy, it is. It's not just a woohoo, your desire's here, celebrate, get grateful. Yeah, that is the part two of that step, absolutely. But the part one of that step, when you shift from letting go and surrendering the fourth step in my five-step process to this receiving step, is through an energy. And through that letting go and surrendering energy and shift, you then shift into it's already mine. And you start preparing for its arrival in an aligned and grounded and regulated way, of course, because you have let go and surrendered. And you allow yourself to receive your desire through the energy of receiving. So you have to be in the energy of receiving, guess what, to receive. Whoa, like attracts like, it's law of attraction basics here. So at the end of the day, you have to remind yourself of that gigantic mirror, universal mirror in front of you that is literally reflecting your energy to you. So in order to to receive, guess what you've got to 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss show up to that universal mirror with receiving energy right so that receiving energy comes from allowing yourself to receive in all areas of your life whether that's receiving love receiving money receiving gifts receiving support receiving help there are so many ways that we can receive in life and you know i'm gonna say stereotypically women and people who identify as women do struggle the most to receive we know that, right? A lot of you have probably been like, mm-hmm, yeah, we all do. Even I have, oh my gosh, it's been one of my biggest blocks to work through because my trauma was, like, as I said at the beginning, making everything happen, providing for myself. So receiving was like, whoa, no, Emma makes it happen. And that was where the burnout and hustle culture and the 90% manifesting, feeding into that Virgo-ness came from, right? So unpacking that and unlearning that and shifting that has been an absolute process that I do share in Hurt Healing Healed, my book. But also I wanna share more on this in this upcoming webinar I'm gonna do later in the year. Um, haven't decided on a date yet, so don't ask me when, but it will come this year, I promise, because I love this topic and it's just so, so shifting and monumental for people to really, really get into because again, it's really simple stuff, but it doesn't necessarily feel simple when you don't know how to. So that's why I'm here to share with you how it can be simple. So simplify to amplify, as Marie Folio says, this is from her actual Time Genius course. And I love that phrase because it can just apply to so much in our life. Simplify to amplify, don't cluster everything up because when you have a busy living room full of clutter, you can't see the floor, you can't find the remote, you can't find whatever the heck you're looking for. Whereas when you have a clear, and this isn't me shaming anybody who doesn't have a clean house, by the way, I always use this house analogy with the energy but you know if you have a clean and organized house where you know where everything is you can see the floor you can see the surfaces then you create the space for energy and new energy to come into that space so less is more and again this isn't really relating to houses but (laughs) 
this is just the analogy I give with it. So it's not really about houses at all. It's just more of a case of getting you to look at your energy and getting you to look at, are you, do you have a messy living room, a messy floor energetically in your body and sort of like mentally with your emotions? So again, the more you declutter, whether that's spiritually, physically or emotionally, you create the space for new abundance and new opportunities, new energy to come into your life. So turning this back then, shifting this back to knowing it's already yours, and being in that energy of your manifestation wants you. I really want you to do that list, that exercise, because it will really help you. And just do it with the one desire to start off with. You can absolutely do it for all of them eventually, of course, but start off simple, less is more, right? So don't overwhelm yourself with this practice, but sit down after with your list and just see how much has shifted for you or how different you feel versus from when you started before you wrote the list, just listening to this podcast, versus now that you have written the list. Because for me, actually getting into that mindset of, oh my gosh, the house is actually calling us in too, really helped take that pressure off myself a little bit and helped me to think actually, well, as we were going through the process. And again, I did it with the mortgage. I was like, the mortgage, the bank want me to, because, oh my gosh, when I share this story of how we've manifested the house, you're in, get a cup of tea and buckle up. Um, And we're still in that process. So I don't want to share it just yet, because again, more things may unfold. There may be different parts of this story. I don't know yet. So once I'm in the house, I will share the story. But it has been a huge, huge process of surrender for me for so many reasons. And so many of the points of this journey that I was really anxious about or that, you know, I was kind of like, oh my God, I'm surrendering the most I've ever bloody surrendered in my life. I reminded myself of the mortgage, the bank want me too. It's not just me wanting this mortgage with the bank. They want me to be their customer because they know I'm gonna pay that mortgage every single month on time. They want my interest. (laughs) They want me to be their customer because I already have a savings account with them. So they love me already as their savings account customer. Um, But they want my mortgage too. They want my money. So it's all good. And then with the house, I was like, the house energy wants me too. The buyers want me to buy this house because then they can move and get a house that they want to. The house wants us to live there because then we can bring our energy into that house so we can co-create a beautiful home with that house's energy. And we're gonna expand and grow with that house. So again, at every point I reminded myself of, it's not just you who's doing doing this. The house, the mortgage, everything wants you to. And again, at every single step, I reminded myself of that. I've used a heck of a lot of different tools, which I'm going to share in that podcast episode when I do explain how how on earth we made this happen. Um, well, attracted it. I didn't make it happen, but attracted it um, because it is wild. So that was just one of the things that I did use in that process. So sit with that list and see how it feels to you to know that your desire wants you to. And then as we shift from that mindset of your desire wants you to, you can then start to build up the belief of it's already yours. And I think so many people, I think it's already yours is spoken about a lot in the manifestation sphere anyway, but um, I think a lot of people maybe struggle to fully embody that straight away because they're like, 
Mm, well, it's not. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> still waiting. So I think people are like, mm, okay, like I get it, I get it as a principle, but uh, feels a little bit out of stretch, a little bit out of reach at the moment. So actually, just taking that first step of knowing that your manifestation wants you to, and doing that list, and you can come back to that list at any time. You can add to that list at any time. Like I said, it this isn't a task of perfection. It's a task of of leaning into it. It's a task of um, shifting, right? And shifting your mindset into that believing mindset. So you can come back and do that list every week if you wanted to. And if that felt good, you could come back and write new points as and when you think of new points. So again, this practice is for life until you do manifest it. It isn't something that you just have to do once because you listen to this podcast. You can absolutely um, use it for all your manifestations and incorporate it into a regular practice as well if that felt good. So leaning into then, it's already yours. So again, I actually really love what some people share on this. I don't necessarily think that, um, well, I don't talk about this, but it's not necessarily something that I teach. So I heard on a podcast a while ago, I can't actually remember where I heard this. I've been racking my brain, but I definitely, definitely did not come from my brain. But um, essentially, um, they were talking about how, again, when you're leaning into the mindset of it's already yours, you're realizing that actually there are multiple universes out there. And again, this isn't really something that I teach, but I actually just really liked how this person, wherever I heard it, um, shared it just because I was like, "Mm, actually, like that does make sense. And actually that's a really cool way to look at it. Even if, you know, that's not something that I think can practically help people or what I would necessarily like do as my own practice. But I think it's cool to share that because some people may really resonate with it. So essentially it was the notion that we live, and I can't remember what the, this is <laughs> literally, this is how much I don't follow this stuff because um, I can't even remember the scientific, I think it's like parallel universes. I think that's the notion of just like multiple universes, parallel universes, and that there is a different timeline. And I do believe in timelines a hundred percent. Um, that we basically are jumping timelines, which is a bit like quantum leaping if you've heard the episodes on this podcast about quantum leaping. So um, essentially it's like you quantum leap into the timeline where you have your desire and bring it into your reality. So we're like constantly jumping into timelines. So this person was showing that we're like constantly like jumping into like different realities, different timelines, different um, universes that have these desires in. Um, But again, I'm one for making this ever so practical and ever so easy for you to understand. Hence why I don't go into the real technical stuff like this, just because I'm like, oh my God, my brain hurts. I just love sharing the real simple, easy, tangible stuff because I'm a Virgo. I'm an earth sign. I'm down here. I am here with everybody on earth. Um, Not saying that other people aren't. Obviously they are. We're all here on earth. But do you know what I mean? Like, I really love to make stuff practical and easy for anybody on their journey to understand. But I think knowing that helps as well because some people are like, ah, yeah, that makes total sense. I'm really into that. I get it. So on a real practical level, I do believe in timelines, like I said, um, and I do think we are calling that into our existence. So I do believe there is, and again, it all relates to time as well, of time not existing and actually the, you know, we're experiencing our past lives and our future future lives all at the same time. Again, not something that I really sit down and think about too much. Otherwise I might get 
nothing done in life. <laughs> Thinking about all these things of, hmm, does this exist? Oh, are we living our past lives and future lives at the same time? But again, this is just stuff I've heard. And I think like, do you know what? Like, makes total sense, love it. So with this then, it's then believing that, or, you know, the notion that um, if we're living our past lives and our future lives at the same time and this life, and there's multiple realities and multiple universes and multiple timelines, then basically all we're doing is calling that in, which I do believe we do through the law of attraction, of course. But again, it's a lot, right? It's a lot to get your head around. And if you're like, Emma, just give me some freaking journaling prompts to blimmin' embody that it's already mine. I don't wanna go to my past self, my future self, timelines. Who's got time to quantum leap? Who's got time to blimmin' go to an alternate reality and universe and call that in? I promise it's a lot more simple than you don't have to get a spaceship and travel anywhere, I promise. Um, you know, we do it unconsciously every single day by um, bringing new things into our reality. You know, there's been absolute times in my life where I can 100% say like, oh my gosh, what a timeline shift. Like, I felt it happen. Like, it happens every single day, whether you're tapped into it or not. But how we, I just love how I've got on a total random ramble about stuff. I promise I'm bringing this back in. I promise I'm bringing this back into it's already yours and it's gonna be super easy for you to embody this. So with knowing that it's already yours, like I said, you can look at the real out there stuff and be like, yep, makes total sense and relate to it from that sense. But if you're someone like me, who's really practical, and once the practical side of stuff, belief is built in two ways. It's built through lived experience, first of all, and it's built through number two, mindset. So lived experience obviously comes from lived experience. So just like with manifesting and your belief in manifesting, my belief in manifesting after seven years is gonna be very different to someone's belief of manifesting who's on day one of their journey, right? That's just how it happens. We're all at different stages. We all have different beliefs and patterns. And through lived experience of manifesting things and seeing it in action, your belief will absolutely naturally build. And then secondly, the second tier to that is mindset. Because again, we've all got different limiting beliefs, fears and blocks and the way we think and the way we love our lives, of course. So building that belief of manifesting builds then to the two tiers of belief. So lived experience and mindset. So how that relates to knowing it's already yours is through lived experience. So for instance, when manifesting this house, it was really easy for me to get into the mindset of it's already mine. One, because of the practices I was doing, but secondly, because I've been here before. I've manifested the house that I'm in currently. So I knew from lived experience and through the level of mindset that I now have from working on myself, doing the inner work, writing Hurt Healing Healed, tons of stuff over the years, that even though I had layers to work through, I had money blocks that came up, oh my gosh, the inner work that came up with this house as well, I was like, wow, hello, okay, right, here's a new layer. So again, that didn't mean that things didn't come up and it was easy and it's like, oh, it's easy for you to say, Emma, you've manifested all of this stuff now, it's easy for you. It's easier, yeah, because I have got that seven years experience and I have manifested this house that I live in now. But ultimately, I still had things to work through. And I still had to use my lived experience, but also upgrade my mindset to match the vibration of the house and match the vibration of the version of myself who is buying that house, right? So knowing it's already yours, does come down to belief. It comes down to mindset. It comes down to your level of belief. 
And I really, really encourage you as a second little task after you've done your um, why your manifestation wants you task, your little exercise list, I want you to write down another list of all the times in your life that things like, so you could write down like the things that have manifested for you, but the things that you maybe were like, I'm not sure it's gonna happen. Maybe there was a lot of resistance or you were like, oh, I don't think it's ever gonna happen. And then it did. I want you to write down examples of times where against all odds, it was already yours and it did come into fruition and it did happen because there will be examples in every single person's life of this and reminding ourselves of this encourages us to think, ah, gosh, it was already mine. I did manifest it. And I look back on so many examples in my life of times where I was like, it's never gonna happen. Like, or, you know, moments I wanted to give up or moments that I was like, maybe it's just not for me. And the universe was like, it's already yours. Just let go. Just let go of the version of what you think this is and let us show you it's already yours. And again, at that time in my life, I wish I bloody had the why my manifestation wants me tools list. You know, I wish I had that awareness at that point, of course. So manifesting now looks very different for me just because uh, of course the lived experience side of stuff in terms of that belief, but also in terms of knowing that it is already mine and that my manifestation wants me. There is a version of myself who has whatever it is that you're trying to manifest. There is a version of you that has that already. There is a version of you who is living that reality. If you're able to see it in your mind, as I asked you to see earlier, it already exists somewhere. If it exists in your mind, it already exists somewhere and it's gonna come into reality. I think the thing that we really stumble upon or stumble over or get stuck with is the hows. And it's then when we're like, but it has, like, I'm seeing it like this, and I'm seeing it with this company, or I'm seeing it with this brand, or I'm seeing it with this person. And that's where we block ourselves. And why I really, really encourage you to connect to the core energy of your desire, which I will link below in the show notes. It's a meditation and video that I have on my YouTube. Just type in Emma Mumford core energy and it will come up um, and I will link it below as well. Do this meditation and um, watch the video because I do explain a little bit about core energy beforehand to explain what this is because it gets you out of your head of how, when, why, blah, 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 blah. And you need to be out of that because otherwise you're controlling. And again, if it's already yours, it doesn't matter how it looks. If it's already yours, it's gonna be this or something better for the highest good of all. So the version of you who has your desire does not care how it looks because they're like, oh my God, best thing ever. Yes, it all worked out. I love this, woohoo. So you need to be in that mindset, which of course comes into that letting go and surrendering stage. But the core energy of your desire doing the exercise of your manifestation once you and knowing it's already yours. Oh my gosh, these are three like hugely powerful practices that I would recommend to anybody. If anybody was like, how can I supercharge my desire? How can I manifest like a pro and manifest with like ease and simplicity? These three practices will change everything for you. So go and try this today and let me know how you get on. What shifts for you? Do you feel shifted? Are you looking at your desires differently? Has this podcast been an aha moment or an epiphany moment? Please do let me know. I love to read all your messages about the podcast and what you take away from 
from it and how they help you. And most importantly, what you manifest as well. I want to know what you manifest because it always really excites me to see people like living their dreams and manifesting the most amazing things into their life. So I really hope this has helped and I hope that it has given you that divine reminder today from the universe that it is already yours. If you've set the intention, it's already yours. And if you haven't set the intention, then that's a really freaking good place to start. So <laughs> you need to set the intention and then it already will be yours. So remember, there is a version of yourself living that reality now. All that it takes it's not a million different manifesting practices, not at all, it's all about energy. Yes, there is some things that you might wanna do to help embody that, but really all you're doing is becoming the embodiment of that version of yourself who has that desire. You are awakening and remembering that your desire is calling you in too. This is a co-creation process, not a Emma does it all or Janet does it all or Debbie does it all. It is co-creation. So your house is manifesting you too. Your puppy is manifesting you too. The love of your life is calling you in as well. The job that you want is like, we want Marie, we want this person whoever you are, I'm just using a whole bunch of random names in this podcast, clearly. So hopefully someone's got one of these names and they're like, oh my God, it's me, it makes sense. Um, I'm joking, it's just random, of course. But, um, you know, just remember that it is already yours and that your desire wants you too because you are so worthy and deserving of all the abundance this universe has to offer. You are so worthy and deserving of all of your desires and so much goodness in your life. So it's just reminding yourself of that. It's saying, whoa, I don't need to control. I don't need to force. I don't need to worry because it wants me to. And if it wants me to, there's nothing in this world that can stop it from happening. And it's so true. If it's meant to be, nothing's gonna pass you by. If it's meant to be, nothing in this world can stop it. So all you've got to do is be that energetic match to receive it. Simple, it's already yours. <laughs> but if you do want to take this theme deeper, of course, I've got a whole array of videos on my channel, here on my podcast and my YouTube on inner work, belief, etc. Hurt Healing Healed would be the best book for you to read to really dive into this if you're struggling to know this or you think there's blocks or limiting beliefs or fears that are stopping you from really embodying it or really calling in that desire into your life. And like I said, I really wanna do a workshop on this later on in the year to really help you, um, you know, supercharge your desire and really come into that energy of it's already mine. And your desire wants you to. Um, so it'll probably be a workshop all on what I've discussed today, but obviously way deeper. And I'm gonna be doing some live coaching with you all to help you like embody it there and then. Um, but I will release details of that obviously when it's time, when it's time to come into the world and do this workshop all together. But I really hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. Sorry, it's been a bit of a longer one today, but hopefully more than needed and giving you all the epiphanies that you need. But please do let me know your thoughts. Let me know if you believe your desire is already yours. And if this has helped you today, you can message me on Instagram at I am Emma Mumford or anywhere else on social media that you're at with the same handle. 
But thank you so much, gorgeous souls, for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget you can also join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls. And I will see you all in my next podcast, which will be next week. Lots of love. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.